This is the You Need to Know podcast, putting the spotlight on black businesses you need to know that are serving our community. Now, here's your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Tommy B, and we are back with the uh, Black Business Podcast, You Need to Know. And uh, man, I've I've been having uh, some folks in the graphic design artist on lately, uh, some black entrepreneurs. But I'm I'm excited about this this young man, this guest who's on, because um, you know George Pettigrew. George uh, is is the owner of Pettipix. George, what's up, man? How you doing? How's it going? I'm I'm doing well. How's everything going with you? Everything is going great. And and George and I, uh, just full disclosure, Rand, who's on the. Uh, GP3 podcast uh, connected me with George on some work I was doing. And, uh, you know, he gave me some advice. Couldn't quite help me, but but I was just really, uh, really uh, impressed with his knowledge and his depth because one of the things that George does as a business is he really focuses on not necessarily just doing graphics and dumping it on a client. Um, and I don't I didn't mean to say dump. <laughs> but but just you know like giving it to him and walking away he really does uh look at problems uh and 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 actually works to to provide solutions so so george before we get started before we get into the conversation uh tell people a little bit about you man your background where you're from all that good stuff okay uh well my name is george petty petty grew um, i'm 30 years old um i currently reside in tennessee um uh, i got started in graphic design through uh, my parents were graphic designers. Um, so we were always around that field um, and just, you know, being around creatives. And then, you know, I got older. Um, I tried, you know, working right out of um, high school. And, um, you know, I worked three jobs. I made, I did well financially, but I was just so unhappy. Um, so I got in school. Um, I got a school for business marketing. Hated it. <laughs> dropped out no. um yeah. started back working you know a few years later i went back to school for graphic design um at this school in nashville called the international academy of design and technology um you know so after that um you know i moved to atlanta and um you know i uh, landed a few clients and you know i've been doing design ever since Good for you. Good for you. So, so George, you know, you know how it is, man. There, there are just so many graphic. Well, everybody's a graphic designer now, so they say. Uh, and and you do oh, photography yeah. as well. Uh, tell me about your journey. Right. I mean, what makes your journey a little bit different from most? Um. Well. Um. You know, for me, um, just from interacting with different people. Mm-hmm. And um, just just really assessing the field for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed a lot of people value, you know, it's like they, they focus heavily on measuring the raw things. Um, you know, they focus on bottom line or, you know, product sales or donations or, you know, to, to me, there's not enough focus on the overall, the overarching vision, um, you know, that inspired the brand in the first place. Right. Um, right. And, um, for me, you know, I just, I, I, I don't know, man, I'm just a very real, honest, transparent person. I expect people and the brands that I do business with to be the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the clients I have now are, um, but you know, I, I've dealt with a lot of people who just cared about their bottom line. They didn't care about the people they serve and that, that just didn't sit well with me. Okay. Um, okay. And, you know, I just, I got tired of just being around the, the facade, the fakeness of it all. And, and so for me, um, 
I don't know. It just kind of sparked a little movement in me to, to, to really try to change the, I don't know. Cause I, I feel like the way that we quantify success, mm-hmm. I, I just feel like we've quantified it incorrectly. And I just, I'm on a mission to kind of change that. And, I, and I'll um, tell you, let me, let me say know, this about you, George. When we first met, we first had our phone call. It was like our, our uh, almost like a consultation on the phone. Uh, when we finished Correct. that, you sent me a book. <laughs> he texted me oh, and yeah, said, yeah. "Hey man, uh, why don't you read this?" And and I'm and I and I looked at the text and I'm like, "Why is this guy okay? He's sending me a book to read. It's not necessarily related to the conversation." But what was the name of the book? I and, and the first book you sent. Um, it was called "Start with Why." Start by with Tom Finnick. Yep. yep. Um. And it was just a book that kind of, um, it really kind of inspired me to, to really be, you know, just, just audaciously go after my goals. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, it just, it helped me. And I figured, you know, with the conversation we had, it could help you too. And I'm, I'm all for spreading knowledge. Um, I'm always, you know, trying to learn something or trying to help educate someone on, on something. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, you know, sharing the wealth. And that was very different for a guy. And that's why I recommended that book. Yeah, and that's very different for a guy who typically does graphics because most most of the folks who are in art, uh, you know, don't think may not think that deeply about how how to approach a client. You know, you know, you know, Tommy B. For me, it's not like to me the graphic design and that's the skill, that's the trade, that's something I'm good at. But to me, it's not anything that gives me fulfillment. Okay, and and. For me, I just I have to have that fulfillment in order to to grow and to innovate and to to just thrive. And in order to have that fulfillment, I have to to do that in my own way, you mm. know. And I have to to just be myself. Mm. And that's where the trans. I don't know if you want to jump to this part of the conversation, yeah, but that's yeah. where I've been trying to transition into more of a consultant slash slash like branding strategist. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know a lot of graphic designers. Um, I know a lot of graphic designers who are uh, a hell of a lot better at design than I am. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, um, I'm not the one to say, okay, if I can't do it, I'm going to tell you. If there's somebody else better qualified that can do it, I'm going to let you know. Sure. Um, you know, um, but I do love design. But for me, that's just, that's one of my house. That's, I mean, that's one of the what's as to what I do, you okay. know, but, but yeah. Okay, so you're well read, uh, and 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 I've I've picked up on that just in the conversations we've had, and and one of the things you explained to me as well is in a lot of cases, and you mentioned the fact that you know there uh, you you got some training, but when when you went for the marketing part of it, you know you really decided it wasn't for you, and and you know that's the, you, you hear the story all the time about the Zuckerbergs, a lot of the guys who. Uh, have started tech companies, they didn't finish. You know, they made a decision early on that they were going to be more entrepreneurs than they were to pursue education. Now, uh, you are, in many ways, you've taught yourself a lot of things about your approach to business. Uh, What are the the pros and cons to that? How's that worked for you? I mean, and has it worked against you in any way as an entrepreneur? Um, Honestly, um, for me, the biggest uh, pro, let's we'll start with the pros for, uh, uh, let's we'll start with that first. Okay. Um, the biggest pro of this approach is, is to me, it's not, 
it it doesn't cause you to develop a limited mindset. And what I mean by that is when you go through these traditional school models, Mm -hmm. you know, if I get a degree in this, to me, the school system does not, they don't teach you how to be like a visionary. They don't, they teach you how to work for other people. They don't really teach you how to, how to just build your own brand, or at least my experience did. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. So when I started reading books and, you know, I start realizing the value of self-educating and how quickly you can learn and how much cheaper it is um, through a self-education. I mean, that's a huge pro to me. Like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting the same education, if not a better one. And, you know, I read different books on the same subject so I can, you know, subject myself to different perspectives. Sure. Um, but for me, it's just, you know, a lot more affordable way to, to expand your um, education um, one of the cons to that is, you know, I'm a very hands-on person. So not having that teacher there to where I can ask questions and go back and forth and see how they do things. Um, that's what I hate the most about, you know, stuff, educating yourself just for clarification. Like I do have a degree in design, mm-hmm. um, photography was self-taught. That was something that I studied for, but I still study to this day. Everything I, I consistently study every day. Sure. Um, but, but yeah, that's that, that, that would be the biggest con to me. Not having that hands on hands of uh, approach, mm-hmm. you know, our experience with, with learning whatever it is that I'm learning. Okay. So, and you mentioned yourself as you, you're more like a, as part of your whole, your overall business, you're, you're a brand consultant as well. So in, in your arena, who do you recognize as someone on top of their game? You know, somebody who's a role model you know, for, for what you do and oh. what you want to become? Uh, this guy, actually it's a couple. Um, the, the guy's name is Massimo Vignelli. Mm-hmm. Vignelli. Um, he's an Italian um, guy. Um, he did a lot of signage and showroom design. Okay. Um, his wife's name was like Layla or Leela or something like that. But he had this ethos. And he basically said that if you can design one thing, you can design everything. Wow. And, you know, that was reflected through his brand of work. And it just kind of expanded my, you know, just because I'm a designer, like I'm not a graphic designer. You know, I, I feel like these labels tw- tend to, 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 I don't know, they try to quantify people or people tend to, you know, let their labels speak for who they are. Mm-hmm. I'm quite the opposite. Like, hey, I'm a graphic designer, but I'm so much more than a graphic designer. Like, I'm a good person. I love helping people. I love going through things with people and, and and you know for me graphic design does not say all of that yeah, yeah. so um and you know on top of that with, with back to what i was saying about the, his ethos which was um you can design one thing you can design anything everything mm-hmm. um basically i started looking at materials and everything totally different i was like you know what if i want something i can just create it Okay. You know, it might not be on the traditional me- means of like a computer, but you know, if I want to, you know, I can go to Hobby Lobby and get some different materials and put together whatever I need to do. You know, I can do it. Like mm-hmm. the fact that I can do whatever I want to do, I just, I don't know. Okay. You know, it just fuels me to figure out a way, okay. to find a way and to do it. Gotcha. So, so of the projects you've done, what are the ones you're most proud of? that you can, that you can mention that you can um, talk about. Cause I know how you guys are. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I got some stuff in the works now I'm working on it. I can't yeah. talk. You about, can't always but, talk about, uh, um, you know, upcoming the, projects. Yeah. <laughs> two, 
two of the biggest, uh, two of the biggest, pro- both of the, I guess the biggest projects that I've done that I'm most proud of, uh, were, it was with the client in Atlanta. They had a not, their nonprofit organization. Um, they had two annual fundraisers. And of course these fundraisers were in partnership with other organizations, big mm-hmm. named organizations. Sure. Um, but the fundraiser both times raised one million dollars. Wow. So your um, scale so is pretty years, broad. Back, back, they raised two million dollars. Yeah. And then yeah. I, uh Simon Sinek, the guy with that book, the way I found out about him was he spoke at one of those events. Wow. You know, I got to meet him and uh, like Great Goose sponsored the event and, you know, Microsoft sponsored the event and it was just crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I just got to mix and mingle with all these people, network with all these, you know, all these different people from different, you know, just different backgrounds. And, um, you know, just not even that, but the, the money that was raised that went to help, you know, a good cause, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's what, what really impacted me the most. Okay. Um, so what's the dream project? So yeah, now you've done some pretty big, big projects. Some of the ones that I know, you know, because you and I have had some 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 offline conversations. Uh, you know, you've correct. done some some you know from uh, it's a pretty broad scale from working with you know somebody you know a smaller business you know like myself to some you know organizations or events that may you know like you said up to two million dollars. So what's the dream right. project for you, man? What's what's that one project? that that would would set it off for you not necessarily we can never say we made it <laughs> you know it's over right right but at least like one of those projects that that's a dream project what would it be man uh time would be to be honest it is very simple my dream project is to just continue to like i, I take it on a case-by-case basis like as long as I'm doing what gives me fulfillment, mm-hmm. I'm happy. I'm ecstatic. Like gotcha. that's what I, I, in my eyes, I'm happy. I've made it. I'm helping somebody else. Uh, I'm helping them with their lives. I'm helping them with their brand. That's what I want to do. I want to help others. Like if I can get to the point where I can help others find the root causes of like their fulfillment, mm-hmm. their happiness, their belief. And if I can build their brand around those things, which those things make those, you know, that makes people who they are at their natural best, then I'll be content. I'll be happy. Um, that's man. what I'm, you know, I want to inspire people to see that bigger picture. Like what is that? What's the world that we should live in that does not exist, mm-hmm. um, but that should exist. Okay. Um, you know what? Let's look at it. Let's think deeper. Let's identify the underlying causes that are preventing that world from coming into fruition. Mm-hmm. And then let's figure out a way to make it happen. Like, you know, I, the more audacious, I mean, audacious, the more audacious the goal and mm-hmm. the bigger the vision, mm-hmm. uh, people, if I can interact with those people, um, you know, that just, it blows my mind. That's me. Like I would have made it, you know, in my, Excellent. Uh, you Excellent. know, it's not, you're going to get yeah, the call from Prezo. Prez- President uh, Obama is going to be calling ahead, you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said President Obama is going to be calling you, man. <laughs> I hope, man. You know, I hope. I just want to deal with good people. You know, uh, I hear you. it's the story I tell people all the time. Uh, I'll, I'll make it really quickly. Um, I had a close family member of mine when I was younger. He uh, told me about the DR that he wore. He was like, yo, you got to check this out, man. Hmm. So in this person, is extremely successful. I look up to him. I 
aspire to be like them. Um, you know, I just wanted to emulate everything this person did. So when he introduced that deodorant to me, it, it was so much more than deodorant to me. You know, mm -hmm. it was something that successful people wore. So wow. every time I would put on that deodorant, <laughs> I, you know, I felt like I was well on my way to success. Wow. Okay. So years later, so years later, I came across the article. And it talked about how a lot of the leading deodorant brands um, have aluminum in it. Wow. And aluminum basically is a metal. And I, I don't know if you know, but it, the article also talked about how aluminum is one of the number one causes of Alzheimer's. Wow. And I'll put this in there. Part of the reason why, well, the reason why I moved back to Tennessee, I work remotely, but the reason why I moved back to Tennessee is because my grandmother has Alzheimer's. Wow. Okay. So, um, and you know, they have to take care of her or whatever. But when I realized, that deodorant, like basically, I just I started quit. I couldn't believe it. I was in shock. I was like, dude, these companies, it's crazy what these companies do, man. They they extend the shelf life of their products while they shorten ours. You know what I'm saying? I just yeah. felt so deceived, mm -hmm. and I felt like what these companies do are so deceptive. And you know, they care about their product more than they do their end users, the people yeah. that they serve. Yeah. And it, to me, that didn't sit well with me. And you know, I feel like this world is full of you know, either you're good or you're bad. Like it's it's. It's binary. It's no in between. Either you work to go here the hole or you don't. Either you're positive or you're negative. Yeah. You know, and um, for me, I don't want to have anything to do with those types of brands mm -hmm. or, you know, those types of people who put their own selfish motives over, you know, the, the needs of other people. Excellent. So, um, so that's kind of what led me on this whole entire journey to, to just really working with really good people, really, you know, praying and, and, and becoming more wiser and more discerning mm -hmm. and um, just knowing that, um, you know, if I'm going to spend time with this brand or whatever, and I, if I'm going to invest any of my knowledge in them, I want to make sure my knowledge is not going to be used foolishly. Excellent. I want to make sure it's going to work to go hear the whole and not detract, you know, from it. Understood. So, yeah. um, so that's my little, you know, whatever you want to call it. Understood, man. So, what's on the horizon for for uh, Petty Picks? Uh, you know, Petty Picks. I'm probably going to transition now with that. To be honest, um, I just bought a new domain. Um, well, I'm going to refrain refrain from saying the name because I'm still working on some legal stuff. Sure. sure. Um, but um, I got a couple of things I'm working on. I, I, honestly, I'm still trying to figure out how to position myself. So as of right now, um, it, it's going to be more of a consulting branch strategist role. Mm -hmm. But I really want to get good at, at um, you know, meeting with these people, whoever it is. Say, for instance, if you want to start a brand, I want to meet with these people literally, you know, uh, get a good feeling for their personality, mm -hmm. um, the bigger picture um, that they see, um, okay. fulfillment triggers and beliefs, um, you know, what are their beliefs? I want to get good at identifying all of those things wow. and, okay. and building brands around those things. I feel like if we do that, because see, for me, I feel like this work. I feel like so many people value stability over freedom. You know, we get a job, we go to work, we become complacent, like we're making 60, 70,000, mm -hmm. we're taking care of our family, we're good. Mm -hmm. We're unhappy, but we're good. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And to me, life is too short to, to sell out like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would rather... I would rather not make it doing something I love than to make it doing something I hate. Yeah. That's just me. Like, that's just me. I can't, I can't do something I don't, I don't genuinely enjoy. I'm not genuinely getting satisfaction from. So, 
Um, I feel like this world lacks a lot of fulfillment, mm-hmm. and I want to help fill that void. I want to help give every person I interact with. I want to help them identify what um, gives them fulfillment. And honest, to be quite honest, I'm going to be um, uh, the book, the Start With Why that I told you about. He yeah. has a, another yeah, book called Find Your Why. Right. And what I do is I take an assessment out of that book, and it's basically a way for you to, you know, I'm no psychiatrist or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it's a way for me to actively listen to selected stories. Mm-hmm. And it's a way for me to ask questions that are listed deeper insights. And over, you know, so many amounts of stories, I can go back and look over it all and I can identify themes, reoccurring words and phrases. And, you know, I can I can literally see what gives these people, um, you know, fulfillment yep. and you know, it's kind of like quantifying your why. A lot of times we know what we do. We we even know how we do it, but we don't know why we do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yep. And I feel like this helps. And the why and the why, why makes helps. the why is critical to Go the ahead. success. The why is, is so critical it's, to the success. It's imperative yeah. to your happiness. Yeah. And people don't realize that they think, oh, they, they try to have some tangible, like it's intrinsic. Like how can you fit intrinsically into this world? That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just, man, I can go on all day about this and just go deep into it, but I'm not even going to take the time up like that. But, hey, man. Um, you know, I just want Good people, stuff. I want to help stuff. people intrinsically fit in, you know? Excellent. Um, yeah. Well, how, let me let me ask you, George, how can so, people, and, and I know because, again, um, yeah, I appreciate you taking the time. You work on some pretty big projects. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but, but if people wanted to connect with you or follow you, you know, how can, you know, how can, how can they, uh, they follow you and just kind of see what's up with you and, and see what your, what your journey's like? How, how can people connect? Oh, they can, um, you know, pettypicks.com. That's P-E-T-T-I cause, because my last name is Pettigrew. Um, and then P-I-X, like a pixel. So pettypicks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, let me tell you this real quick. The reason why I came up with that or how I came up with that is because like, I see everything in pixels. I feel like we're all uh, little bitty pixels that work to make the bigger picture. Gotcha. Um, so that's kind of how I came up with that. But uh, pettypix.com uh, on Instagram is pettypix, P-E-T-T-I-P-I-X. Um, I have a wedding photography brand, which is mrpettygrew.com. Um, and then my Instagram is mrpettygrew.com. I don't do Twitter. I have Facebook like pages, same exact name mm-hmm. for Instagram and Twitter. I mean, Instagram and um, yeah, with both brands. But, you know, for me, um, I don't know. It's, it's, that's how you can get in contact with me. Excellent, man. Well, hey, George, I appreciate you taking the time, man. And, and they, you know, your parents, man, kudos to them. They raised you right. Uh, you know, you got some, some excellent work behind you, and you got a lot of work ahead of you, man. So keep doing the good stuff. Girl. Keep fighting the good fight. And keep giving me books, man. Keep sending me the books. I need to read. <laughs> I, I appreciate you, man. And uh, I appreciate, uh, you know, you inviting me to even have this opportunity, man. I really look forward to stuff like this and just kind of spreading my beliefs. You know, I look at this as an opportunity to tell people, like, what I believe in. And I want to attract others who believe, who see the world how I see it. And, you know, it's all a learning process. We're, we're learning every day. So, um, yeah. you know. Um, but, yeah, I appreciate it, man. And I'm grateful for the opportunity. And thank you for having such an awesome po- podcast. Uh, I appreciate so it, real man. and authentic. Like, I love it, man. We try to be. Try to be. Hey, well, all the information oh, yeah. <laughs> on, on how you guys can connect with uh, with Petty Picks. I'm going to make sure that's on the page. And, and again, uh, okay. you know, thank you, George. And, and folks, coming up in a few minutes, 
all the information on how you can connect uh, with the podcast. Keep it going. Uh, we appreciate the support. Any businesses interested in being a part of it, we appreciate you reach out to us. Again, so much uh, thanks again to George Pettigrew of Petty Picks. And y'all, you've been listening to the podcast, man, the Black Business Podcast, You Need to Know. We appreciate it. You've been listening to the You Need to Know podcast, putting the spotlight on black businesses you need to know that are serving our community. Subscribe by going to castropolis.net. That's castropolis.net. Also, search You Need to Know podcast on SoundCloud. Interested in becoming a spotlight business on the You Need to Know podcast? Click on the Spotlight My Business link at the podcast page. Thanks for listening.